Welcome to the Cape Cod Fun Show. It's the show that's all about having fun in the most beautiful place on earth, Cape Cod, USA. My name is Eric Williams, and Paul is here. Hello, hello. And Greg is here. Hello. Mung is not here. He's down in Savannah, Georgia. I got this text from him. If you touch my stuff, I'll kill you. <laughs> oh, yikes. Is what he says That's from what he Savannah. should be saying down there. So I don't... <laughs> Dangerous town, Savannah. <laughs> it is. As we have heard about, but we will do our best to proceed with some of the most exciting events happening this week and weekend on Cape Cod. Here's our show rundown. We'll be telling you all about a wrestling show in Orleans. Oil yourself up, Greg. A psychic fair in Bourne. A James Taylor tribute band, which is sure to get Greg angry. And we're going to talk about yummy community meals. We have four different meals from spaghetti to Portuguese bu- breakfast buffets. It's going to be fantastic. And it doesn't stop there. We have two incredibly beautiful sandy hikes to suggest for the weekend and some big gardening events to get you going out there because this is the time to get it done. And we'll finish up with some kayak thoughts. It's a good time of year to go on those small waterways before the prick is and the vegetation comes out and strangulates you. But let's check that all-important Cape and Islands weather forecast first. For Saturday, April 6th, showers likely, but mainly before 9 a.m. Don't worry, all you youth soccer parents, it'll be okay. (laughs) Mostly cloudy with a high near 55. And then on Sunday, this sounds like a lovely spring day on Cape Cod. Mostly sunny with a high near 51. Northeast wind around 7 miles an hour, shifting southeast in the afternoon, but not a lot of wind speed there. That means the outdoors is your oyster. And if you're concerned about tides and oystering, looking at the weekend tides for Saturday, April 6th, we're going to have early morning low tides, about 7.30 and, uh, in the morning, and a 1 o'clock high tide on Saturday, 8 in the morning low tide, 2 o'clock high tide on Sunday. So plenty of opportunity to explore the flats or watch the waves crash on Cape Cod. Now, fellas, are you ready for the biggest week ever in Cape Cod history? Ready. I mean, this is exciting stuff. As spring springs, so do we. Rising from our igloos and bunkers, peering (laughs) out, looking suspiciously at our neighbors. Greg, what have your neighbors been up to? Uh, I don't see them much because I've been in the house a lot. You and the coon cats? That's right. Did you see that photo we had of the coon cat yes, in a, in a I stroller? Yes, I love that. At Gray's Beach? I have I have to get one for our guys. You would consider stroller? taking your indoor yeah. cats and put them in the cat stroller? It's a stroller that's completely um, uh, enclosed, right? Like yeah. a jail. Like, you can't go out, but we're going <laughs> to show you what it's like. I know, but you can, you know, you know stroll them around. Well, right? that, that sounds nice, but I have an outdoor cat, so... He does what he wants. Let's not get into that. All right. Not that big indoor outdoor cat argument. This no, is not the forum no. for that. Some other time. But guys, I know all of us had experience in college and after college sort of working our way through the minor leagues of wrestling. Yes. Uh, it's, yeah. it's a tough racket, as we can all attest to. I still have a crick in my neck from an unfortunate event in Portland back in the early 2000s. And uh, that means we're all going to be very excited about this event, which is really relatively unique for Cape Cod. Pro wrestling is coming to Cape Cod this weekend. That's right. 
It's the Orleans Slam Fest 2. Wow. That takes place from 5 to 9.30 on Saturday, April 6th at Nosset Middle School. Well, they have a nice gym there. This is a good place. That's right there on Route 28 in Orleans. It's a WWE-style show for all ages. A $10 ticket. What a deal. Wow. $5 per ticket going towards scholarships for the 8th grade Washington, D.C. trip. There'll be concessions in a 50-50 raffle. You know what I hate about a 50-50 raffle for a fundraiser? Losing. No. If you win, aren't you supposed to give your winnings back to the charity? I've seen what? that happen in many cases at youth symphonies oh and orchestra. Someone wins, and the crowd kind of looks at them, and they probably get a couple hundred bucks. <laughs> and they say, like... <laughs> Give it to the kids. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, man. What Eric, would I, Eric says, uh, no. I like, would, what would I do in that circumstance? I Give it to it, your kids. I'm going to take it home. I don't know. So that's that's a trouble. But don't let that dissuade you. Be brave. From uh, wrestling on Cape Cod. I remember, like, I got my start in wrestling way, way, way back. I used to uh, marinate turnbuckles for George the Animal Steel. <laughs> so they were a bit more palatable yeah. when he would go in and eat them. But that was like... You know, 24 hours in chicken stock and barbecue sauce. Uh, and uh, I was known when I finally got into the squared circle, the ring, I was known as the whimperer. <laughs> because when oh. other people would hit me, I would whimper. But then I learned how to use that whimper oh, yeah. to my sort of uh, advantage. It was so loud and plaintive that they'd rub their ears and, and they'd close their eyes. And then I'd hit them below the belt. So, I mean, that's my story that's in wrestling. Uh, were you guys a tag team at one point? No, I was actually like a solo guy. I was known as the Big Beluga. The Big Beluga. Yeah. That's when you had a lot of more weight on that frame. Yeah, there. it's kind of contrary to, to, to the way I am. I I, I, I was kind of scrappy. It was kind of, you know, shortish. You know, and round. You're very round. I recall those training pictures of you just yeah. dipping into the Crisco oh, and yeah. eating it by the spoonful to keep the weight on. Well, that, and um, it makes it a lot harder for your adversary to actually get a grip on Right, because it's very slippery. It's very, very slippery. Very uh, slippery. Your belching Crisco is creating a force field of slipperiness? <laughs> yes. Wow. Well, that's good. Very, very hard to pin me. I was the white pony, and, and don't ask why. Um, well... No, don't. Why? Um, I don't know. I think that, but I did. Because you would prance about the ring. I would prance about. <laughs> I remember that running call. around. Oh, it was, that was it, you. That was the war cry, and they must have uh, psyched them out. I would, I would gallop about, and then I would climb on top of the turn uh, turnbuckle uh, like Jimmy Superfly Snooka style. But then I would turn around and rear back and pony kick them right in the head. It was, yeah, it, it was amazing when you Great watched move. Paul wrestle because it. Looked looked like there were two men in a suit, a horse suit, yes. but it was just Paul the just White Pony. Somehow me. he was able to kind of just lean Look back. Out. It's the White Pony. With that booty yeah. and yep. just like, yep. boom. Boom, and the tail. So we all love wrestling. That sounds like a lot of fun. Can the uh, Iron Sheik still be wrestling? Because I kind of picture the act sometimes at the Melody Tent, and there's some great acts at the Melody Tent, but sometimes you get a long in the tooth act at the Melody Tent. So I'm picturing this wrestling thing having like Andre the Giant you know, rising from the crypt or the Iron Sheik. Actually, the Iron Sheik might even be banned from the United States now. Is he now. still I think alive? He's... Has he been deported? I mean, a lot of wrestlers oh. die young. You, you seem to get an obituary almost every day of some of the greats. Well, yeah, I don't know. And, and, and given, you know, our, our tensions currently with the Middle East, I don't sure. know if the, the Sheik is still allowed oh, to do his okay. thing. But, Sounds familiar. Uh, maybe he's changed his name to something more palatable, like... Uh, the Iron Cowboy? I would go with... Oh, he, that would be good. <laughs> right, a you convert. know. <laughs> you know who would be a great wrestler? Kim Jong-un. 
Can you picture him coming out, you know, some North Korean, like, war mu- uh, music? Dun, 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 exactly. dun, dun. And now he comes, I come wrestle you now. Oh, that's more Russian. But you know what I mean. He's Let getting it, that haircut. He, and he, that was Paul slamming the North Korean uh, yeah, dictator, while Greg and I are leery of that kind of uh, statement. Do you know what they do to people like you? They come in and they, like, hack, you know, your computer and all that stuff. And get embarrassing emails. And and you want to say hi to all the do. folks oh, out there? Oh my God! They're going to find out the truth about the white pony. Oh no, and the white pony! Them. That sounds good. But let's face it, folks. Not everyone's as tough as the three of us uh, working no. our way up wrestling oh, with all the no different. Way. Old... Greg, let go of my foot. Oh man, you're twisting it all the way around. Oh, okay, that's better. That was weird. That's your sleeper hold, isn't it? I think I just added like two inches to your uh, height. Yeah. Okay. Let's do something that's less physically risky but could be very spiritually challenging. Of course, I'm talking about the Psychic Fair and Craft Show taking place on Saturday, April 6th at the Bourne Veterans Memorial Community Center. That's right at 239 Main Street in Buzzards Bay. It will feature mediums, psychics, card readers, healers, tarot readers, as well as aura photography, angel cards, spirit messaging, Akashic Records and O cards, O-H. And then there's a light lunch available for purchase. <laughs> and this is benefiting the Friends of Born Council on Aging for the Food Pantry. Guys, this is a lot to digest in one event. I'm kind of spooked by these people that are touched by spirits and things from the other world. I might be afraid to go. I don't know if you guys have the courage to show up and born for this. I'd be afraid of what they would tell me, uh, you know, coming you know, like tomorrow, next year. We, do you want to know that? So kind it'd of be stuff? like uh, I'd rather I'd rather be surprised that I was going to die. I see you yelling at someone on told. your lawn. I <laughs> see you peering at. Yes, it's a neighbor. He's putting in a fence. It seems to be three inches on your property. <laughs> so things like that would upset you. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah. do they see into the future? Is that what you're saying? Because there's all sorts I'm of applications. Sure. I'm for not that. sure. Yeah. Stock market. Yeah. Who's going to win next year's Super Bowl? Yeah, these Greg, could be, go place a bet. Oh, sorry. Spoiler, uh, Patriots. It could be like Back to the Future, <laughs> no, right? Biff. No, That's how Biff made his whole living. That's right. Exactly. Back, to the, back to the Future 3, Gregory. Of course you he know He gets this. a hold of the sports prognostic, the sports winners of 50 years worth, and he starts making bets. Because oh, wow. he knows every winner of everything, and he creates an empire, a kind of rotten empire yeah, that needs that. to be torn down. So they can do that for you. It's not just, you know... Pro, you know, probing your well, well, like wrist or your you know, certain cards, and that's why do you always it. bring probing up with every topic, Greg? <laughs> why is it always about probing? And I don't want someone touching my palm. <laughs> I mean, that's a deal breaker right there. Someone touching my palm. Why? Okay. Is it ticklish or is it just no, unsanitary? Just, uh, other or people touching me in general? I, I'm not a fan. Has, that's why I never get a massage. He has well, kind of a Greg, germ thing going. Go yeah, with Greg. Yeah, he has exactly. a big jug of that antibacterial sauce, and he just squirts it over everything. You'll you be fine. Oh, Purell. I buy by the gallon. I buy it by the truckload. Oh, man. So that stuff can, is great. Do you rub down your airplane seat before you get on? Because I do. That's how it's No. <laughs> I rub down the tray, though. The tray? The, 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 the arm, food tray? The armrest? Oh, yeah, yeah. The uh, belt buckle? Yep, yep. All yep. that. Yeah. But don't you think those right germs down. can make you stronger somehow by your, your build, building up some kind of resistance? Some people, yeah, some people actually take that approach. Because if someone sneezes, right, Greg, right, right. you could be a dead right, man. Right, right. I'm gone. It's kind of the, if it doesn't kill you, you know, you get stronger. Except the first part can happen. 
<laughs> so, so, so skip it all together. Well, I don't know. I mean, I have never gone to a psychic or a reader. Have you guys ever done any of that or anyone you uh, know? My wife has gone to a couple of these things. More I in may, the spirit of fun. I may have, but I assume they erase your mind after. Oh, right. So I really don't know what happens in those events. <laughs> so I don't know what's going on there, but it does sound intriguing. It's the Psychic Fair and Craft Show at the Bourne Veterans Memorial Community Center in Buzzards Bay, which is always a fun place to go. Cool antique stores. Uh, you can go down to the uh, Mass Maritime Academy and just sort of take a look at the boats and stuff. So that can be fun from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Saturday April 6th, and I predict you'll have a good time. Ha ha ha. Wait, did you say that's at the Council of Aging? No, it's benefiting the Council oh, on okay. Aging. Because I'm picturing, so, you know, it's like, I'm I'm reaching your former husband, Ernie. Ernie? I don't remember Ernie. And, and oh, no. no, you were married to Ernie. I don't remember. If somehow you can, you know, it's take like, the mediums and the folks with Alzheimer's and put them together, you could probably have a great business model. So it's like the, the psychic saying something like, Ernie is telling you the TV remote is in his sock drawer. And that would end like months of not being able to change a channel or turn the television off. There yeah. it is. Thank you, Ernie. <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> Netflix? I don't even know Flix. Oh, boy. All right. So that's the uh, psychic fair. Now, Greg, one thing I love about you is your mellow personality. And, yeah. and kind of the thing that sort of describes you in a nutshell is soft rock. Yeah. You know, I always think about uh-huh. you about with bread, baby, I'm a want you, that <laughs> kind of thing. You know, yes. it's just, it's really what I think of when I when I think about Greg. Seals and Croft. Summertime, make me a summer breeze. You live on Cripple Creek, don't you? You probably He's going to give you the band. The band's not bad. The band's yeah. not All bad. Right. Yeah, the band's not true. bad. All right, Greg. Not bad. One of your favorite solo artists. Hit me. James Taylor. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm getting Mama. suspicious, Paul. I don't know. That guy that guy is such a rocker. He's so like <laughs> Take it just, easy. He He's gets, a local legend, he Greg. He gets into this hard rock groove. He just knocks you off your chair. He's a steamroller. Steam That's right. Oh, right on. Yes. He was born to roll all over you, Greg. <laughs> I don't think so. While you yell at him. I don't think so. Well, anyway, oh, uh, this Lord, is an event please. and there's two different concerts and I know people <laughs> love this. It's Shower the People. A James Taylor tribute band performing two concerts, count them two, at the Cultural Center of Cape Cod. That's 307 Main Street in South Yarmouth. A beautiful building. If you've been inside there, it's like an old bank. Yep. Lots of marble. I mean, just a pleasant place to be a human in. So it's Shower the People. They'll be performing a James Taylor tribute concert that includes the story behind the singer and recreates his music. And uh, this is a band that's played around a lot. Uh, I think we do know Greg Johnson. Oh, uh, yeah. He's the, uh, I think, lead singer and guitarist. Yeah, he's the lead singer and guitarist. Wow. Great guy, nice guy. Yeah, super good guy. Apparently, he puts on a real James Taylor kind of tribute with a, 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 a great band behind him, including a flutist, a saxophonist, all sorts of things, Greg. So that's 7.30 p.m. Saturday and 3 p.m. Sunday at the Cultural Center of Cape Cod. And Greg, now, with the matter bared before you, why do you hate James Taylor? Uh, he's just so unrelentingly boring. 
But, man. But, 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 let me say, but, a lot of people... Where do you go from there? No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just giving a shout-out to all the people that love James Taylor. A lot of people like him. They like his music. So I I respect that. I will say, he seems I'm to be one of those guys that has kept his voice, which Certainly. a lot of aging singers don't seem to be able to do, understandably. That's because and he doesn't raise his voice above a certain level. Well, well you know... You he hasn't pic- strained it. You picture Gregory listening to music in a dingy club in a city with a very skinny leather tie on oh, his yeah. neck, you know, listening to Iggy Pop or something. But Cigarette. James Taylor is more the sitting in front of the hat shell on your blanket, yep. you know, on a yep. summer night. That's yep. the kind of yep. vibe. Maybe go, out yep. at the so beach, very Cape yeah. Cod, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's a lifestyle yeah. more than just a sound, Greg. No, I know that. Anyway. And some would say, knowing you for years, and we have, you, if you let that side of your your personality out a little bit if you took the black socks and wingtips off at the beach and just learn to feel the sun and the vibrations, the good vibrations good of vibrations. good-hearted people, you might appreciate James Taylor. Wow. It's almost kind of like the Beach Boys, huh? And you like them? Not really, no. Oh, boy. No, I don't. I just... It's got to be like I'm some like uh, old 80s band, like Gang of Death or something, or like, you know... Yeah, some, some big hair kind of, you know, shrieking... Three suicide monkeys or something yeah. like that. That's it. Flock of, of Doom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> something like that. Greg, why? Why? <laughs> I, I went to a Shower the People event, but it wasn't what I thought it was. I don't even want to know terrible, where that's going. Time. Hopefully it was what like... Was terrible time. Hopefully like it was yeah. like a, a bathroom convention, yeah, but I, I mean for know. like... <laughs> Low energy shower heads, you know, uh, or something like that. Which, by the way, I can't stand. I got one in my bathroom, one of those low flow shower heads. No good. It's I mean, not the same thing. Is all it? winter long, it's like I don't think anything drips off my body. Yeah. It's like I'm being misted. I'm a plant. You're not actually getting clean. You're getting just just vaporized. You and know, then like. I fire off the outdoor shower, though, and that thing blasts. Blasts away. I am so tempted to turn that on. We almost, almost. I we were so close to doing it wavering. Saturday. And it was probably good we didn't because by the time, you know, 4 o'clock rolled around, it Well, got there was a 20-degree night a couple nights ago. Oh. So, I mean, that's the kind of thing that pipes don't like. My hose froze. We were... Yikes. Oh, that's right. My outdoor hose that. froze you during that, that event. When I was, yeah, but like, I think it's about time. There's no way that I think your plumbing could freeze this time of year. I think a 20-degree night like that one the other night could give it a good go. But from now on, maybe when we report back here next week, we will be scrubbing and loofing. I and think that's a good... And the outdoor shower. <sighs> oh, boy, I'll be using my pear soap. I love that stuff. You can get it at Ocean State Job Lot for a dollar which is the best soap deal in the universe. Wow. My portable hot tub is in the garage, and it's not allowed to come out until April 1, my wife told me. Well, you're, um, okay. portable, it's after April 1. A portable hot tub. You it's, mean you can like move it around Is that one of those blow-up Coleman one ones? One of these or? Coleman blow-up yeah, ones. Yeah, I've seen those. It's glorious, um, and it has it has a, a heat, heat pump that attaches to it. Hmm. Um, but at this time of the year, because it's so cold, it takes a ton of electricity to get it to keep it hot. I mean, it, it goes up to about 110 degrees. So it's so awesome. Um, and the last one I took was on New Year's Day, and then away it went. Wow. And uh, and I was like, oh, March 1, I'm going to pull it out. And my wife said, no, 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 no. She also thinks it looks very hillbilly in the backyard, but I don't care. When you're is bubbling this, away, it's just the best thing. Is this kind of similar to the blow-up Santa, the blow-up um, right. uh, spaceship <laughs> uh, that you had on your lawn this Christmas? They, uh, they the live blow in the... Up, uh, you know, they live in the front yard. There is a lot of blow up 
things in in the in the Pronovo yard. You're right. right. You're right. So this uh, this Coleman thing, because I have a friend who has yeah. one of these. It's kind of green. Yep. And it's inflatable, right? Is yep. it like so? You blow the thing up. And then you fill it with just regular water, and then you have to heat that water up. Regular water. It, it has a, a filter system, and, and obviously you want to watch the pH, and you, you chlorinate the water. Um, actually, I overchlorinated it when I first got it last year. I took the lid off, and my daughter got in it, and all of a sudden these vapors just overwhelmed her. <laughs> her eyes became these bloodshot little beans, and I said, oh, maybe we should Well, it's good to have a test kit a like that, yeah, that for these good. circumstances. Yeah, just just throw it on her hurt yourself. Yeah. Like, oh, that's it's like no litmus good. paper, yeah, but that's, that's a teenager. Right. Right. Let's, you know, let's I mean, dip them in and oh, see. Man. So, I mean, yeah, if I so may good. ask, how much does one of those cost approximately? It's uh, It continues to drop in price. I think you can probably get it for not too much more than $200 at this point. Do you put and, it on a platform or like? No, no. Well, I have a I have a little brick patio that I've taken over for the hot tub, but you could just put it on the grass. In fact, I saw, you know, we have walking trails through uh, our backyards, and I saw through the woods one of my neighbors had one sitting in their yard, and I thought, oh my God, I've got to get one of those. <laughs> and I obsessed about it, and I priced, and I looked up different things, and you can get it, like, literally from, like, a Walmart or whatever, or, or you, uh, I think you could get it at the Kmart here in the uh, Kmart Plaza in Hyannis. And um, I thought, that looks so awesome. And, and I got it, set it up. I had skeptics all in my family. I got in it, and I bubbled away, and I thought, this is the greatest thing. So you would love it, Eric, because you could sit out, listen to the Red Sox, oh. you know, bubble away. Uh, you know, you know, little, And the price tag sounds right. I mean, because that can get crazy if you're going to put a real like, well, hot tub in. You that's know? The oh, thing. yeah. That's yeah. the thing. I mean, and so if it didn't work, I mean, it would have been an expensive mistake, but, but not nearly as much as a permanent thing. Right, so just right. having it. And, and here's the other thing. When the season was over, I drained the water out, I picked it up, I put it in the garage. Done. You could deflate it, but I didn't even wow. bother to do that. It oh, man. Easy, this easy. is a revelation, Greg. I did not know that it existed anywhere. Yeah, because yeah. I figured it was always like, you oh, know. Oh, it's this permanent structure. Now you got a you plumber, now you, you got this, you know, it's just yeah, this yeah, nightmare. Yeah. You're Very wiring expensive. it in, you're calling like a, yeah. an electrician, and they're impossible to get, by the way. Let me tell you that. Be the envy of all your neighbors. Get one. That's the best idea we've had on the fun show in a very long time, Greg. I think so. Thank goodness Paul is here today. I know. Sorry, Mung. Mung, if you touch my stuff, I'll kill you. You know, we often talk about restaurants uh, here on the fun show. I thought it might be nice to switch it up a little bit, especially because really at, at heart, I'm a cheapskate. And I like getting good food at a low price. And I've been to a bunch of community meals on Cape Cod. Some have been epic. Some have been mediocre. But most of them are darn good. And there's four different ones happening this weekend. I can't believe it. With all different food groups. So let's start right off the top. Chili Cook-Off helps needy families. The Monomoy Middle School Parents Group will host a Chili Cook-Off fundraiser to bring together parents, students, and community members to raise money for local families in need. That's noon to 2 p.m. at the Monomoy Regional Middle School Cafeteria on Kroll Road in Chatham. $10 for adults, $5 for students and seniors, all sorts of chili, a bowl of joy. Wow. I'm a big chili man as long as I get a little bread or something on the side. I like it hot. This sounds like a lot of fun. And that's coming up on Saturday. So also, coming up on Saturday... For those fans of Italian food, 
West Bastable Spaghetti Supper. Mamma Paul, mia. this is right close by you. 5 to 7 p.m. at 2160 Meeting Houseway Barnstable. That's the Barnstable community, community building right yeah. there. That's right. Yeah, no, well. All right. So, $9 meatless, $10 for meat, and $6 for kids age 12 and under. Here's what you get spaghetti, meatball, sausage, salad, bread, dessert, and beverages. Mm-hmm. So, that's five to seven on Saturday night. You can trundle the family over there. West Barnstable. So scenic. That sounds great. A beautiful village, a low price, and people helping people. Yeah. (sighs) Can you believe it, guys? Can you believe it? Could be appointment dinner. Greg, you want to fight some hunger with soup bowls? Sure. Oh, sure. The 27th annual Soup Bowls for Hunger will include a soup line meal of a roll, coffee or tea, and soup served in a handmade pottery bowl that each participant keeps as a reminder of hunger on Cape Cod. It's the annual fundraiser for the Family Pantry hosted by the Cape Cod Potters. And that's going to be at Cape Cod Regional Technical High School. That's uh, 351 Pleasant Lake Avenue, which right off exit 10, I, I believe. So, yeah. yeah. Or is it 11? I think it's 10. Well, 10. 10, just then yeah. move up Cape if you're wrong. That's Well, that's right. So there we <laughs> go. And I've seen around. some of these bowls. Like, there's a lot of great potters on Cape yeah. Cod. They create these beautiful yeah. bowls. You get a bowl full of soup and some extras for $20. You get to keep the bowl, have a meal, and help out the family pantry. That's really popular, that event. This is nice. Greg, well, you're going to be there? You're going to come out? What do you say? I, I may emerge. I may emerge. A- anytime you can warm your heart and your tummy, it's worth it. Absolutely. Greg, now, in an event like that, would you bring your own spoon? <laughs> Just in case the spoons weren't properly washed? That's a great idea, actually. Yeah, it is. It's actually not a bad idea at Did all. Did you used to carry, like, a spork? Like in your top shirt pocket, just in case? I always thought one of the greatest inventions of all time was the spork. It's so versatile. You can, you know, you can use it anywhere, really. Well, maybe you can use it at the old Soup Bowls for Hunger fundraiser. No matter the situation. So that sounds really nice. Oh my God, that's on Wednesday. Wednesday, April 10th, 5.36 and 6.30 p.m. seatings on Wednesday evening at Cape Cod Regional Technical High School. And I'm saving what may be the best for last Portuguese buffet breakfast. Oh, man. Just those three words. You think of sweetbread. You think of eggs. You think, could there be malasada? Oh, could there be some malasadas, Gregory? You know what that is, Greg? That's your trivia question. What's malasada? What is it? Uh, it was a detective show uh, on after Mannix in the late 1970s. I remember Mannix. I don't remember that. Malasada was a more swinging kind of thing. It took yeah. place in Lisbon. Yeah. Oh, nice. And they were fighting the cartels that were involved in port manufacturing, nice. the beverage. Oh. So, uh, no, Malasada is Portuguese fried dough. Yeah. And maybe it's the top of the fried dough food chain, which is full of deliciousness, but... There's this little sweeter, maybe, maybe a little lighter, a little cinnamon sugar on it. I hope they're serving that. This is a Portuguese buffet breakfast. This is taking place from 7.30 to 11 a.m. on Sunday, April 7th, at 555 Ashamit Road, Falmouth. I don't have where this is. Anyone know? Mm, Ashamit Road, be? Falmouth, homemade food. Yeah. $8. Yeah. It's that, probably some Portuguese lady's house. Wow, that would be that would be called classic Portuguese. Hello, I, I married Alice. I married into a Portuguese family, and that would be classic for just someone's house. Like, oh, hello, Come on in the house and have some breakfast. 
What have you learned from sort of uh, your adventures with the, with the Portuguese side of your family? Well, first of all, I've learned that um, any English word that ends in gaduge is uh, instantly Portuguese. So, you know, if you want to have wow. uh, a piece of cheese, well, it's cheese duduge. Uh, you know, mid muy douche. Um, that's how, I mean, it's instantly you know how to speak Portuguese. I've learned uh, more than my fair share of uh, Portuguese swears because they're usually hurled at me. Um, and I've learned that if you don't like spicy food, you might be in trouble with a lot of the Portuguese meats and, and what have you. Um, and in terms of the malasadas, which is which is so great, my, um, my wife and my daughter love it so much that they will get up on a Sunday morning, no exaggeration, 6 a.m., drive to the Sunrise Bakery in New Bedford, get get a couple just like you'd get you know your Sunday morning donuts or whatever um, and get and, and the secret is if you get them fresh they're delicious if you get them and you let them sit till that evening they become hard as rocks it's because it's so heavy this <laughs> right dough. you want to um, jump on that you thing get right on it while it's fresh and huh. so so they love it wow so that's much. a road trip the on f- a Sunday they they uh, they firmly now I have not taken part in this road trip because that's very early on a Sunday morning that's good for, for you you roll dough. over you're like I, I, I maybe I'll get some there they are. They're, they're just right in front of you. Yeah, I hope somebody waiting. does abracadabra come nice. back from yeah. the Sunrise Bakery. <laughs> um, but yeah, Portuguese food is 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 top shelf stuff. It's it's really good, and uh, and bottomless, which I assume is what the buffet would imply, would be. Uh, would be well worth it. So I'm going to go to this Portuguese lady's house and I'm going to partake in her food. Yeah, that's uh, that's a strange. Uh, well, I'll get to the bottom of that. Don't you worry, folks. And I will also add that if you like malasada, they make it at the Provincetown Portuguese Bakery, which is just about due to reopen or maybe has on Commercial Street in Provincetown. Well, that's some heavy eating, guys. We need to stretch our legs. We got a couple weekend hike suggestions. I'm taking a look at Sunday because it looks like 50 degrees, not much wind. And what I'm talking about with these suggestions is when you're in certain conditions, it feels even warmer than 50 degrees. And usually that means sort of out of the wind and maybe in sandy conditions where you can lay down in the sand and just say, oh, it's almost summer. And I know Greg is an avowed nudist. Those are valuable moments for you. Yeah, yeah. Feeling that warmth. I mean, it's all over your body because you don't have any clothes. It's just wonderful. Oh, yeah. We did touch upon Greg's uh, uh, nudist adventures on the big rock behind his parents' house. I didn't touch upon anything related to Greg, just so you know. So here's a couple suggestions for uh, good hikes. Uh, First, I'd like to throw out the Marsh Trail at Sandy Neck Beach State Park in West Barnstable. You know where it is, right off 6A. I think it's even called like Sandy Neck Road. You go down that road, past the little Miles Standish marker uh, that's in someone's front yard the boundary between Sandwich and Barnstable, and then you get to the parking lot. Now, you'd think you might want to walk down the beach, but no. The marsh trail starts just about where the guard shack is, and it goes along the back, not the bay side of Sandy Neck Beach Park, and it is a lovely little bowl. On one side is the marsh. On the other side is those, are those beautiful dunes, and you can segue over to the beach if you'd like, but you can also stay on the marsh trail. If you've got the legs, you can make it all the way out to the lighthouse and back. You can do a big loop and come back on the beach. But you can also cut it short with several side trails. They have a nice trail map available at the guard shack and some really nice, helpful people at Sandy Neck. I don't know if you guys ever spend any time down there. Yeah, they're cool folks. It's like another world in there, isn't it? I mean, the dunes are so gorgeous and and 
Uh, it it reminds me of my so next beautiful. suggestion. Every time I'm at Sandy Neck on the Marsh Trail and stomping through the, the sand dunes there on the trail, it reminds me of the province lands in province towns, which is my second sandy suggestion for a hike. And the province lands, it's like Lawrence of Arabia. It's like you have come to a different continent and you're walking now in giant sand bowls, really spectacular topography. You can walk all the way out to the Atlantic if you want to. The easiest way to get there is to come up Route 6, just check and see uh, on a map where Snail Road intersects Route 6, and you'll see a bunch of cars parked on the right-hand side of Route 6, and it's okay to park there. I've done it for years. Everyone else does it too. There's a trail that goes down into a forest, and as you look down, you can see it rise up. And when you get to the top of that, you start getting into the sand. And when you get to the crest of the hill, your eyes will widen. One of the biggest landscapes on Cape Cod, one of the most unique places to be. Sand as far as the eye can see, contoured into beautiful curves and dunes. And it's a wide world before you. One of my favorite places to be. Uh, it's, it's a place that's just super Cape Cod special. And unless you get lost or you get hot. You better bring water, something like that, when you get up into the promised lands. Greg, you love that place up there, don't you? I do. That's all you got? Oh, no. <laughs> That's what you got? I do? Will you take these promised lands I, well, to be your no, lawfully no, no. wedded after, husband? After, after just listening to your to your beautiful description, I mean, I, I can't add anything to that. Well, the first it's, time I went up there, I couldn't so, believe it existed. It, it's you so know, special. I gotta, you can get a good look at it if you go to the Province Lands Visitor Center, which should also be reopening quite soon, but you can still walk up on their deck and on their roof observation area and look across this area that you can walk in, and it seems endless. It always amazes me about the Cape Cod National Seashore. We have such a thin peninsula, such a seemingly small place, but when like 45,000 acres of the land on the Outer Cape is undeveloped, man, there's plenty of opportunities for big adventure and to get lost and to see weird stuff. So, so what kind of a terrain are we dealing with? Is is it soft sand that oh, people yeah. are going to have to deal with? So, um, the the uninspired walkers is that something to avoid, or can people handle it and just? I think the uninspired could yeah. just go in and get a feel for it, yeah, and yeah. maybe do a little plein air painting. Yes, you know, set Fair it up up enough. there, bring a lounge chair. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the walk to the ocean and back is strenuous, maybe about two miles in soft sand. Then you sort of descend into weird little places where these wild cranberry bugs exist. So things to remember for later in the year when the berries are there. Some little scrubby forests. Occasionally you'll come upon like a like an old chassis of a car or something like that. You can go in any direction, but you'll see sort of dedicated sandy trails. You'll see figures so far in the distance you can't believe they're people, but they are. That's the kind of viewscape. But it is a good point. You know, any kind of soft sand walk can take a toll on those who aren't really ready to get into it. So this may be like a good time of the year to do it as opposed to May, definitely not in the middle of summer. It's get pretty hot out there, although you can go swimming. That's true. But but your point about um, 
the cover too for, to get away from the wind is is so smart because I was at a Barnesville High School baseball game the other day. It was supposed to be 50 degrees. I sat in the bleachers at this baseball game with the wind whipping. It had to easily have been oh. 10 degrees. Everyone was freezing, covered <laughs> in blankets. Eskimo hoods pulled over their heads. It was so cold and so. But but just get out of the wind and right. it changes yeah. everything. Yeah, it that's why like you you've mentioned many times on the show the the uh, red cedar swamp, you know because that's total tree cover. You know right. You're down you, out of it. Keep you safe. Yeah. yeah. When I when I'm looking at the weekend weather for Forecast. I'm always trying to figure out where's the wind going to come yeah. and get me, and how can I avoid that? Sometimes, like on the Outer Cape, if you've got like a west wind coming in over the bay, you get below those big dunes on the ocean side, and it's like a summer day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, speaking as like a, a youth soccer parent, I don't know if you it know. ever gets any colder than like those games in April. Yeah, <laughs> when you're in the wrong place and the wind comes in, oh, yeah, and mama. you're just sitting there for an hour and a half, going yay. Uh, you're, you're never colder than on the sidelines of a spring soccer game in the beginning of the season, March, April, and you're never hotter at the end of the season. Yeah, during the playoffs. <laughs> it's just miserable. Oh, man, I was in Lakeville in June one day, and yeah. it was like no shade, high yeah. noon, 95 oh. degrees, and everyone dehydrated, and yeah. I'm like, I hope we lose and don't have to play that next game. <laughs> I'd never tell my daughter that. Go, go. All right, all right, fellas. Uh, we have some gardening stuff. As we move along toward the end of the show here, big gardening weekend coming up. I hope you're getting stuff ready. My grass seed's coming up already. I've fertilized my lawn. I don't know if that's good to do or not, but I did. And this pounding rain got rid of it all, so that's great. I planted my meadow in a can, the scatter garden. Wow, you've been busy. Hey, you got to act. Gardening's all about a couple hours early, and then you harvest the benefits later. The only only thing I've done is I got um, two by eight pine and i built a raised bed for my tomatoes um for the first time that's great because i've actually had them in pots for years and this is the year this is going to be your this year is the Greg. Year. this gonna, is your I'm year for dump, epic tomatoes i'm going to dump a ton of soil into this into this raised bed and i'm going to grow these vigorous hearty tomatoes feed me gregory as long as the deer as long as the deer don't get in there oh listen Eat up there like they did last year all right a couple weekend events in and around gardening Gardening guru C.L. Fernari will present pruning with C.L. Fernari, and she says, be a barber, not a butcher. That's taking place from 1 to 2.30 p.m. Sunday, April 7th at Hyannis Country Garden. It's a, uh, that's in West Hyannis, on West Main Street in Hyannis, $10. Uh, you have to make reservations. You can call them at uh, Hyannis Country Garden or countrygarden.com to make your reservation. She knows what she's talking about. You don't want to kill the plant. You want to help the plant. That's such a great event because, I, frankly, that's the thing I'm most paranoid about is cutting too much yeah. back. And so I always err in the other direction and it never looks like anything has happened. It's just. But then some people say never hesitate to prune. You're always know, better off doing something. Yeah. I can promise you, you can prune too much. Oh, Been there. Uh, a little yeah. manscaping. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how about swapping seeds? Seed swapping stories from 2 to 4 p.m. April 7th at the Wellfleet Library, 55 Main Street. Swap seeds with farmers from the Wellfleet Farmer's Market, and you and your neighbors can tell seed stories. Light refreshments provided 2 to 4 p.m. April 7th at the Wellfleet Library. Then there's a talk on Saturday, April 6th, 2 to 3.30 p.m. at the Dennis Police Department. 
Wow, it's just on the street. It's called Invasion of the Habitat Snatchers. It's about non-native invasive plants on Cape Cod and what you can do oh, like, to like, right the ship. Like bittersweet? Yes. I'm that, in a constant oh, battle. That'll, that'll come it, into your bedroom and strangle you at night. To- totally. If you don't like keep it at bay... That stuff is so nasty. It's so invasive. Take it easy, but I know what you're saying. And, and then the berries drop off and seed new ones. And it's just like, I've looked up at my holly tree, and I see something curling around the top. It's bittersweet, 40 feet high. And now you're pulling the thing down, and holly berries are raining down. And this stuff just does not want to die. Have you ever tried to pull it out of the ground? Have you ever seen how extensive their root system is it gets everywhere it's spread it's just man so that sounds like a good talk gregory have you ever swapped seeds with anyone no you know liar no this sounds like a nature's pill party no 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 i was (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was thinking about that party maybe maybe uh maybe yeah you take my rutabagas (laughs) and uh, i'll take your zucchini stay away from my potatoes all right all right so we're just about running out of time fellas uh talking about kayaking i will just say that this is a great time of year to get those boats in the water on the small waterways a year ago my wife and i did the herring river in a kayak from gull pond all the way to wellfleet harbor we're probably going to do it again maybe this sunday so check your boats check your maps and go to those places that you think might be tough to get to when the vegetation creeps in and chokes things off. You can go to Cape Cod Online, Google Cape Cod Online, and Google Herring River. You'll come up with my article and a map on how to go down the Herring River in Wealthy. Guys, we got to get out of here. Talk about fun. This has been insane. We have covered everything. You've been listening to the Cape Cod Fun Show. My name is Eric Williams. Paul, thank you for being here. Oh, thank you for having me. And Greg, you just maestro of marvelousness. Thank you for being here. (laughs) Thank you. Till next time. Till next week. Have fun. And see ya. Hey, Greg, I got some morning glory seeds. You want to swap them? What you got over there? You got anything good? Get away from me. Get away. You're not going to get any of my seeds. I love my seeds. You touch my stuff, I'll kill you.